Hello and welcome to the Media and Marketing Podcast sponsored by MWW. My name is John Reynolds, the host. Coming up, we just got one interview this week. We got an interview with Kelly Williams, who is the Managing Director of ITV Commercial. Uh, lots of stuff in there. We talked about Channel 4, which is obviously moving uh, a big chunk of its business out of London. Possible impact that has on Channel 4 News, which is 40% owned by ITV. Talk about the return of who wants to be a millionaire. Uh, gender diversity, the challenge from Netflix and Amazon and what's um, ITV's own streaming uh, offering, brand safety, um, and much, much more. Uh, one note of apology, the last question I asked about Carolyn McCall uh, didn't quite come out right, so apologies for that. But have a listen, it's coming up next. Hello, and next on the podcast, I am delighted to be joined by Kelly Williams, who is the Managing Director, Commercial ITV. Thanks very much for joining us, Kelly. For the listeners, can we just get a, a potted history of your career to date? Uh, sure, yeah. I, well, I've, I've only ever worked in television, so I, I, I started in the business in the late 1980s, working for Thames Television, if you remember Thames Television, uh, sure. who were the London weekday franchise before Carlton. Uh, I then moved from there to Sky, and then... Uh, following that, I, I, I worked at two startups. So I worked at the startup of UK TV and then the startup of uh, Channel 5. Uh, and I was South Director for, at Channel 5 for seven years before joining ITV. When I joined ITV in 2011, so I've been here nearly seven years. Did you join as Managing Director Commercial? Or? No, I joined as the uh, um, Commercial Director okay. um, uh, and became. Managing director about four years ago. Okay, now uh, let's run through some of the big news stories, which uh, I guess to uh, some sort of degree affect uh, ITV. First up is Channel Four. Obviously, Channel Four Chief Exec Alex Mahone uh, has recently announced that Channel Four is to move hundreds of staff out of London, create a new national HQ in another city. Uh, Mahone also said that Channel Four News would be on the move with an increased regional pres- uh, presence. So, Channel Four News is currently produced by ITN News, which is forty percent owned by ITV. Do you know if ITN will? continue to be produced by Channel 4 News or have had conversations about that? I don't know. Uh, you know, ITN clearly has the contract to produce it at the moment. Uh, I, yeah. don't, I genuinely don't know when that contract ends, um, but I, I, I'd assume that ITN would continue, continue to produce Channel 4 News going forward. Okay, and, and the whole idea of more regionalisation, obviously you've got BBC, you've got a chunk, chunk yeah. of people in Salford. I know ITV have got hundreds of people in um, in Media City too. Would you, do you think more should be, do you think ITV should do more regionalisation? Would you, would you happy with more staff uh, dispersed across the rest of England? Or? Well, we have a very strong regional uh, regional business. Uh, we have something like, I think we offices, have offices in about 43 okay. uh, towns and cities across the UK, but just over 2,000 staff, which is almost half of our staff, or half of our UK staff are based outside London. Um, and from a commercial point of view, um, we have a big regional sales team, and I think if, if it was a standalone media owner, our, our regional team, mm. uh, I think it would be one of it probably one of the top ten biggest in terms of revenue. So we you know we turn over three hundred and fifty million in, out of the region. So it's it's um, we have a very strong um, regional presence. Uh, is that, that's all over the country then? Is that, is that yeah. Okay. yeah yeah we have a he- we have a headquarters in Media City, but we have yeah. we have teams in in cities right across the right across the UK. Okay, so another recent uh, story. ITV is bringing back Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with Jeremy Clarkson as host uh, for seven episodes to celebrate its 20th anniversary. I guess this is a bit of a coup for ITV as I think ITV have been trying to get Clarkson, Hammond and May since they left the BBC. Uh, I know you're on the commercial side of the business, but I'm sure listeners will be interested in hearing your opinion. Do you think it's a risk bringing it back? Obviously, it was very, in its heyday, it was very popular. It was getting like 12 million viewers, but it seemed to limp along at the end. Do you think it's a bit of a risk bringing it back? Or? Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think we've, we've had quite a 
quite a bit, bit of success recently uh, bringing back uh, uh, old formats that have worked really well. Dancing on Ice has just finished a fantastic series. We rested that for five years. Equally, Saturday Night Takeaway had a rest before it came back a few years back. So, mm-hmm. look, you know, this we, we're coming, we're bringing it back for a week. If it if it if it goes well, I'm sure we'll we'll continue with it. Um, uh, and I think it, I think it's interesting having Jeremy Clarkson on the channel. As you said, we've never had him on the channel. It'll be interesting to see. I know he's a big fan of the show, which is why he's 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 um, he's agreed yeah. to join it. And and, and I, I also I also hear on the grapevine, you know, he, he longs for big audiences because. Uh, <laughs> That's what right. he's going to get on ITV. Okay. So we might even see Hammond and May joining ITV sometime soon, maybe. Who knows? Okay. So gender diversity. We had Karen Blackett, who was the country manager of WPP on last week. Uh, what was interesting was Karen, um, she was talking about uh, gender diversity. Mm-hmm. She said that um, media outlets should also publish a whole raft of uh, diversity figures, such as race, social background, sexuality. And I think that's what the culture secretary was talking about yesterday. Uh, I know ITV have Published their figures yet? Uh, are you expecting them to publish uh, ITV to publish before the deadline? And do you think it would be make uh, good uh, uplifting uh, reading for ITV, or will it paint it in a negative light? Do you think? Well, we haven't published it yet, but yet, but we will be publishing it um, okay. uh, in line with the government guidelines. Uh, so it'll be published very shortly. Uh, so at this point, I can't actually comment on the specifics. Mm. Um, but look, we already published the percentage of our overall staff who are women. Um, and a percentage who are senior managers, you know, 52% of our workforce are women, 43% are senior, uh, are in our senior leadership team. Um, uh, and look, we take, we take gender, uh, you know, gender diversity very seriously. Yeah, okay. And, and, and last news question, news related question, the long running battle for Sky, who would you prefer as the owner? Would it be Rupert Murdoch? Would it be Comcast? Or does, does it matter to ITV? I don't, I don't think it really matters. I think I think it's fascinating, uh, you know, sitting on the sidelines and watching watch, mm. watch, watching it. Um, I think what it shows is that there's a, there's a lot of interest in content. Uh, a lot of people looking at trying to buy reach, trying to buy viewers, trying to buy you know get close to consumers. So I think it it it, it places ITV uh, uh, in a good place. Okay, right. Let's have a look in particular at ITV. Uh, recently reported its full year results for 2017. Pre-tax profits down 10% to 500 million. As advertising, which makes up around half of ITV's revenues, fell 5% to 1.6 billion. Now, that's, obviously, that's a, a steep declining advertising. Um, can you? I mean, it, why, why, why was advertising down so much last year? Well, that, the, the five percent decline is just spot advertising, um, uh, and that was in line with, broadly in line with what the total TV market was down last year. And and and, and the main reason for that decline last year was the the overhang from from the Brexit fallout. So almost immediately after Brexit, um, you know, we saw the the shift in the currency currency yeah. um, of cost uh, the a drop in the value of the pound, yeah. that had an immediate effect on some of the big global TV advertisers that are traditionally heavyweight TV advertisers, the big FMCG clients, and um, they reacted by cutting marketing spend. So we saw a 12-month cycle from you know mid-2016 to mid-2017 of, of declines in, in some of our big customers. Um, that said, at the end of 2017, um, we started to see the market come back. So mm. Q4 was up, Q1... Um, uh, will be up this year, um, mm. and you know we're very hopeful that Q2 will be up because we've got um, uh, the World Cup in across June, uh, July. So um, y- yes, we saw kind of like I'd say a cyclical decline mm. uh, across 16 and 17, um, but we certainly 
feel as though the pendulum is swinging back to TV at the moment. And you mentioned the World Cup there. You'll get a considerable bounce off the back of that then, will you? Uh, we believe so, yes. Right, OK. Um, OK, so if we can br- uh, briefly touch on, again, touch on programming. I realise it's not your, your area of expertise, but it's a, it's worthwhile just to contrast the financial clout of ITV against the likes of Netflix and Amazon. So ITV Studios, which obviously makes the likes of The Voice and Victoria, has before, uh, been performing well. And your CEO, Caroline McCall, uh, said programming budgets ITV would lift from 75 million to 1.1 billion between 2017 and 2019. Mm-hmm. Now that sounds a lot, but by comparison, Netflix and Amazon have programming budgets of 6 billion and 4.5 uh, billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a very curt question. So how much of a threat is ad-free Netflix and Amazon to, to ITV at the moment? Um, well, it's just it's it's just more competition in the market, isn't it? You know, the, the market, uh, the television ecosystem is evolving, mm. um, and and it's more competition. I think competition is healthy. But we're we're a we're a UK broadcaster, um, we're a UK public service broadcaster. We make UK mm. uh, television. We we invest, as you said, just over a billion pounds uh, uh, a year in in li- in in live television. Mm. Um, and at the moment, you know, as you said, Netflix and Amazon don't take advertising. So I think from a commercial point of view, I think it, 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 it means what we are able to deliver advertising, uh, advertisers is arguably more valuable. Mm. So, I mean, that was a sort of pointed reference. I mean, Netflix and Amazon, for all the uh, programming that they buy, uh, I think there is an argument that they're not investing that much in the UK. Would that be fair to say? Uh, yeah, uh, well, so far, you know, they're, they're set up, those companies, aren't they, to, 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 to try and build global hits so they mm. tend to be much more uh us uh centric uh they tend to be much more drama centric um you know what we are what we try and do as a as a uk based television uh company is build a cross section uh of of genres of programming mm. from from entertainment to soaps to to drama to live sport uh you know to our daytime schedule to factual so we have a, a cross section of so so we're we're, very, we're we're different types of companies but but clearly competing for viewers. Uh, okay, and uh, obviously they're ad-free at the moment. Do you think Netflix, do you think that will, 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 will become an advertising proposition at some stage? There's lots of speculation that it will. Yeah, there's lots of speculation. I, I, you know, I genuinely don't know, but I, look, I think, I think um, you know, from, a, as a, from a consumer's point of view, the consumer mm. who, who was bought into Netflix expects it to be ad-free. That's why you pay for it. So it would be a very bold move to suddenly start um, putting out ads on Netflix. Okay. There was, uh, related to this, I picked up a quote from uh, Carolyn McCall who said TV advertising had been beaten up by fears that subscription streaming will dominate TV distribution. Do you think there's a, an element of truth in that because so much has been um, written about uh, subscription streaming and how it's going to dominate that is effectively given advertisers jitters about uh, advertising on traditional TV? Uh, look, I, I, certainly my sense when I talk to advertisers is that is that they still... Uh, hugely value what 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 tv brings to to their brands uh you know it's still uh, the dominant medium of choice mm. across any age group sure. uh, and delivers you know mass simultaneous reach in a brand you know a brand safe regulated uh, environment and i think tv will continue to do that for many years to come okay and and, and one way of, of fighting back against those uh, streaming services is obviously itv to launch a rival streaming service there has been talk i think that's you've already launched this overseas have you can you give us a bit of an update on that uh yeah we launched a business called britbox which is a uh, a joint venture with the bbc which uh has launched in the us and in canada and is is a best of british um s service um it's 
been going for about 12 months. It's going very well. Um, and the plan is to roll that out internationally. When will that, when will that be launched in the UK then? Uh, I, there, there is no, no plans at the moment to launch okay. in the UK, but plans to, okay. to, to launch in, in, in the international markets. Right, OK. Uh, now, uh, brand safety has obviously been a massive issue in the media uh, ecosystem. I picked up a quote you gave to um, uh, campaign, I think you, you sort of touched on this before, uh, when um, advocating what well, I should ad- advertise on TV. You say, we're still the only place that delivers mass simultaneous reach in a regulated brand safe environment with that ability to deliver an emotional connection between our programs and viewers. So that would be a pointed reference to video platforms like Google and Facebook. I mean, how much of a, a bounce, if any, do you think ITV has got on the back of the problems around brand safety, viewability and yeah. fake news that those platforms have yeah. had? Well, I think that's a really interesting question because, if you, if, as, as we've just discussed, our, our, our advertising revenues were down last year, and I suspect mm. uh, YouTube and Facebook's weren't. And that's the that's a question I kind of pose to to all of our customers: Why, given uh, all of the issues around brand safety, around mm. ad fraud, around viewability, around transparency, um, are advertisers spending more on these platforms and reducing their spend on on mm. on? on and and it's it, and it's an it's an interesting question that uh, I, I find uh, lots of advertising agencies find find difficult to answer. Right. So you haven't had conversations with brands, specific brands, who have said they don't want to be on Facebook and YouTube because they don't trust it and they oh, want yeah, to be on. Oh, there's lots lots of brands who have pulled off as a result of the brand safety issue. Whether they've moved that money okay. to TV or not is the, is 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 a difficult question to answer. Okay. I mean. Um, I think your chairman gave a very withering assessment about Google and Facebook when he said uh, they represent a clear and present danger to civil society. Uh, they're effectively uh, governing our lives from abroad. I mean, are you with that? That's uh, sort of one extreme. There seems to be two schools of thought on when you talk about Google and Facebook. One is that uh, broadcasts and publishers can uh, quite easily coexist with them, and there is another that they're effectively the root of all evil and should be more heavily regulated. Which camp do you do you sit in? Well, look, I think look, I think Google and Facebook are incredible businesses, aren't they? They 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 they're here to stay. Mm. Um, they are are you know huge in terms of their 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 resources and their 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 income. So look, I, I, my my view is that and and, and and they deliver some fantastic. Um, products to 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 their consumers. So, um, look, I, I I don't think they're the root of all evil. I, I just think I think it's I think what what we need to 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 get to in this 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 country is is a is a level playing field. Um, I I find it I find it I find it interesting that that someone like Google, who has ninety percent of the search market in the mm. UK. Search market now, I think, is bigger than the broadcast market, and they have ninety mm. percent of it. And yet, we have, you know, less than fifty percent of the TV market, and we are regulated to within an inch of our lives. Right. And I just think, I, I think that's that's one of the key issues. I think we so need to resolve. You'd like to see more regulation in Europe and, and worldwide. Then. Well, or less. Or, oh, or, or less. Or, okay. or, or less for us. You know, yes. just need a, just a level playing field. Yes, well, that is a good argument. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're obviously you uh, club together with Channel Four and, and Sky for the the big TV festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk to media agencies and advertisers about the uh, 
uh, efficacy and, and, and for TV for advertisers. Is, is that in a, in a response to all? Is that you, you, you're clubbing together and striking friendships with your traditional rivals because you see the likes of Google, Netflix, and Amazon as a, as a bigger uh, competitor now? Is, is, that, is that the reading of it? Uh, well, look, we, we we still you know as 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 television companies we still we still compete with each other and we'll continue to compete with each other. But but but. Um, I think I think, and this this probably started a couple of years ago. You know, we all sit around the ThinkBox uh, board mm. table, and ThinkBox uh, has been the marketing uh, body for TV for the, for for over ten years. But I think over I think about two years ago, we kind of got to, we, we 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 felt it was important that we 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 as broadcasters sold TV better alongside uh, ThinkBox and come together. And so we, we'll we'll always compete. But where we can collaborate, I think it's important that we do. And the big TV festival was a was a huge success. We'll do it again next year. Mm. Um, but I think I think you will see more collaboration between the broadcasters over over the next few years, whether that's around data or whether that's around ad tech. How how can you gauge the big TV festival was a big where was it a big success? Is that too early to say, or just in well, terms of the response? Just, just the feed, just the feedback we we got from from the from the for the attendees. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, so much so that you know we, we've we've been asked by some agencies to to try and put together something similar for for them for all of their planners. Okay. Um, okay. And you, and you mentioned more collaboration there with the other broadcasters on things like ad tech. So you're having those those conversations at the moment, then? Uh, we're ha- we're, ha- we're having a dialogue across a number of different different um, potential okay. uh, areas where we can collaborate. Okay. Now we haven't really touched on uh, what I call the ITV play. It's now called the ITV Hub, your on-demand service. Yeah. Uh, do you have any figures uh, about how many people are accessing that? Presumably, it's mostly through—is it, mo- it mostly through mobile and mostly uh, through under thirties? Is it? Uh, no. Inter- interestingly, um, what's the way it's the way it's evolving? Because because the ITV hub is now on about forty different platforms. So yeah, uh, we're seeing we're seeing uh, the biggest growth in viewing on the ITV hub on the big screen, where so oh, really? people accessing it through whether it's the Amazon Fire Stick, whether it's through uh, connected TVs. Um, but we've got we've got 21 million registered users uh, on the ITV hub, so a very significant uh, uh, number of people who are now registered, which gives us uh, you know pretty good first party data. We have 75 percent of all 16 to 24 year olds in the UK are mm. registered on the ITV hub. Um, so look, you know, what drives consumption on the ITV hub is is is, is ultimately content um, mm. and shows like Love Island which launched which which not launched but but really broke through last year had a had a really significant effect on audiences uh, on the ITV hub. You've got an ad free version of that then too. We have an ad free pay version of it, the ITV hub. How is that going? Yeah. How is it? Uh, yeah well it's 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 not been going uh, uh, very long but but it's it's very profitable. Um, uh, I don't think I can share the number of subscribers, but it's but it's a decent sum of t- subscribers, and it and it's all it's all, you know, it's all profit. Do people have issues with you know the ads on the ITV hub? Do people find it clunky or not? Uh, I, I well, it, it's I don't think so. We don't see we don't see you know we mm. we we played with the ad load. We have a relatively low ad load uh, versus linear live TV on the okay. ITV hub. Um, um, but 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 interesting when we've when we've moved it up and down we haven't seen dramatic uh, differences in in consumption as a result of ad loads as yet. Okay. Uh, now Sky AdSmart uh, addressable advertising lots have been written and talked about that over years. Uh, you're still not uh, you're still not joined this, have you? Mm-hmm. 
Is that? I mean, what is there an update on that? Or why? Uh, why the delay? Well, look, look. AdSmart is is uh, is I'd argue arguably world class in terms of its capability to mm-hmm. deliver um, uh, linear ad replacement. Um, and um, um, it's, I think we've said publicly that we would we would very much like to get involved, and I think Sky have, have publicly said that they are open to other broadcasters joining it. You know, we're having those discussions with Sky. Uh, I think I'm convinced that both both sides want to uh, do a deal. The question is 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 what are those terms, and that's what we're working through at the moment. So, can you just give us broadly what what that discussion is about? Is it about the, the data, or what, what, why have you not? Well, it's, been... it's about every, everything. It's about yeah. the commercial terms. It's about data. Okay. It's about the you know ha, you know how it's sold. It's 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 everything. Okay. So uh, before you touched on uh, TV trading, uh, I think does I mean what one school of thought is that it's um, uh, it's had its day, or it needs it needs a revamp, and that the, the, the bar panel is is not robust enough. Is that a fair conclusion, or perhaps you can give the listeners some yeah. of, some of who you know won't have the knowledge of how TV is trading and some of the possibilities of how it can evolve, maybe? Okay, well, there's two, there's two questions there. There's, there's there's how it's measured, which is the bar bit sure. question. Um, you know, Barb is measured. Barb uses uh, for linear TV. It has a is panel based measurement system. It's there's five thousand homes, about twelve thousand people yeah. on that panel. Um, it's a very statistically significant uh, panel. Uh, it's a gold standard measurement and has has worked very well for TV for many years and will continue to do so. Uh, look, I'm, I'm aware that Sky has a, a three million home panel mm-hmm. measuring viewing and. Uh, they wouldn't necessarily say that Barb is that. Is, is, mm. is, is, they they would agree, looking at their their data, that Barb is pretty accurate in terms of measuring the size of audiences of TV. So so measurement wise, Barb, uh, I think is, is is remains gold standard and dovetail when it comes next year will will only um, uh, improve uh, television's measurement. So this includes, but that includes online viewing and dovetail. Dovetail will, yeah. Um, but in terms of TV trading, um, you say people say it had its day. I, 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 it often amuses me. Work often the people who are saying that don't actually understand how TV is traded. Yeah, but, sure. But look, the, 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 I think the big issue around TV trading is is, is regulation, and and um, you know we, we've been reg- ITV have been regulated uh, mm. since the merger in two thousand and three through CRR, mm. and and I think I think. The, the thing for me around CRR is, is that it, it that, that it, it locks it locks television into a very into the way we trade because mm. we have to trade based on the contracts that were that were in place in two thousand and three and I think um, that the, the one thing it prevents us doing is, is is evolving because what we sell today is very different to what we sell sell in two thousand and three we don't mm. just sell spot advertising uh, you know we sell targeted online advertising. Um, uh, on our VOD platforms, uh, as well as lots of other different uh, um, products. So, um, the the thing for me is 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 more around regulation as opposed to the way we trade. So, you would like to see some immediate changes, then? Yeah, how would that manifest? Like what, 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 what would you like? How would it manifest itself? Then you know. Like um, well, look, I think I think I think um, share trading, for example, and that's mm. one of you know we we trade on a share of broadcast. I think. Um, you know, one of the things I think I, I personally would like to move more towards a volume-based, uh, right? Okay. Uh, model. And is that likely to happen or not? Well, it it won't. Ha- it, okay. It's very very difficult to ha- to, yeah. to happen whilst we are 
whilst we are regulated. Okay. Uh, last couple of questions. Uh, I'll have a couple of fun questions at the end. Uh, Carolyn McCall, what's it like working for a, a, a female boss? Is that is that is that uh, advantageous, or has it got its uh, well, Look, I, I, I don't think I don't think a gender really matters. I think what's <laughs> great is that. Uh, is working for you know a very well respected, very capable chief executive, and certainly from a commercial point of view, um, you know we're seeing we're 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 seeing we're seeing a huge benefit uh, of Carolyn being on board because mm. Carolyn com- comes from a from a media background and she she gets advertising, she knows she knows everyone, uh, mm. and she's going to be an incredible uh, support uh, for the commercial team going forward. Uh, does that have any benefit that she was because she was obviously at the Guardian, wasn't she before EasyJet? Has, yeah. has that helped at all? Do you think or not? Well, yeah. Look, look, Karen's just a very, very well respected, very connected uh, CEO, and as okay. a result, um, that can only benefit a commercial team. Um, you know, in, in terms of in terms of get, getting in front of the right people, getting in front of the right right um, okay. advertisers at the right level. Okay, and, and finally, just for the listeners, is there any big trends you should look, look out for in TV this year or the next five years? Is there anything you're particularly excited about? Uh, well, this this year, what am I excited about? Well, look, we've got some, we've got some, um, you know, we've got some big dramas coming uh, later on this year. Interestingly, we're do, we've got our first co-production with Amazon uh, launching oh, yeah. in the autumn. So we've got a, it's a. Um, uh, it's a, a kind of very big, expensive, glossy period drama uh, based on the uh, the classic novel uh, Vanity Fair with yeah. an all-star cast. So we're very excited about that because um, that allows us, um, you know, effectively we get the UK window and Amazon gets the rest of the world window, and it allows us to uh, to to, um, to 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 have a much bigger budget for that kind of show so we could see more of that you know teaming up with amazon going forward and very possibly but yeah, equally you know as it's mm. our studios business um sure. see amazon and netflix as a as a as another potential customer right okay thank you very much kelly that's fantastic thank you okay.